Welcome to another picks episode. So we'll just go through last week. Uh, so Daniel and yeah, I it wasn't great. Was yeah, not great. Overall, not great. <laughs> Daniel and I both went. We each went two and three, and then Wyatt not so great. Zero oh and five, but yeah. uh, we combined to go sub thirty three percent. So that's never a good sign. We're bouncing back this week. Um, let me just ask you guys which which uh, which pick are you the most pissed off about that didn't come through last week? Uh, I would say the Patriots. Um, you know, I was you know five hundred. We were going 500 into that into that last game, and the the Patriots. I just expect the Jets. I mean, come on, how do you how do you? That was kind of like a, a, a like a, a sign for us to know that the Patriots aren't for real this season at all. You know, it's kind of like a swing game whether or not they're going to be like for real this season or not. And clearly, their defense is just not there. Uh, I'll get into it more later in the episode because I got the Ravens, but like it, it was it was really just unfortunate watching them play uh, down to their opponents as far as the Jets. What about you, Wyatt? Um, well, I mean, obviously the Charger game was disappointing, but I think I would say the Colts because um, I don't know if you guys watched that game, but it, for a while there it seemed like the Colts um, kind of had the Ravens on the uh, on the ropes. The offense, the o- Ravens offense hadn't really done anything. They had scored a defensive touchdown earlier, and then the game kind of changed when Phillip Rivers threw that interception that was kind of a very questionable interception. So for me, yeah, I think that was probably my dis- most disappointing game. That was the – that one came back like – it doubly affected you because they gave the the Ravens that interception and then kind of like a similar play screwed the Chargers out of out yeah, of winning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm going with the Patriots too, just because the the fact that the Patriots still won the game made it that much worse. Like, just at least lose to the Jets. So yeah, right. like, no, the dynasty's for sure over. But yeah, exactly. They won and then they didn't cover. You yeah, know what I'm saying. So everyone who bet on the Patriots is like. <laughs> Unless you're like an actual Patriots fan, you were so mad about that performance. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we'll get to their matchup this week is interesting. Uh, the line, like the Vegas is still giving the Patriots respect for whatever reason. Even though it's Belichick. It's Belichick. I feel like Belichick will, oh yeah, exactly. Like what I yeah. said, it's just like he'll always gain that respect just from, just from betters, you know? Yeah, it's just the name. Um, but okay, let's start with, uh, well, we can start with the game that happened last night, actually. Uh, not picks related, but what do you guys think about that? Colts beat the Titans pretty handily, 34-17. I think the Titans scored all – yeah, they scored all 17 of those points in the first half, and then the Colts just locked Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually betted on this game. I had the Titans. Um, I thought the Titans – I believe the line was uh, plus one Titans at home. And I, To me, I thought Phillip Rivers is kind of on the decline. I know the Colts have a great offensive line. They have a great defense. Uh, Wyatt can laugh all he's want, but that's reality. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he has this year. If he should retire at the end of this one with this sidearm, he's gonna be a submarine, submarine uh, quarterback pretty soon. But uh, hater, dude, hater. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> the facts are facts. Uh, but anyways, uh, it, it was pretty unfortunate watching this game. I just thought, I just thought they'd do a lot better. And like, and like you said, David, they had their seventeen in the first half. It was it was seventeen thirteen going in the halftime, and I thought, you know, they were looking good. And then that second half, they were just so flat. And uh, Vrabel is a really good coach, so I was kind of surprised by that because, you know, most of the times if you have a really solid coach, you have a good second half, right? They make, they make those halftime adjustments, but that just wasn't there. And, uh, yeah, the Colts all played them in the second half, and uh, I definitely lost some money on that. I was, not, I was not happy about that at all. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the Colts' defense is for real. Like, watching uh, Darius Leonard play yesterday, I mean, that guy is, like, flying all over the field. He is a fucking mean, lean machine, man. Um, and I think offensively, I think they have just enough as they proved yesterday. Naheem Hines, you know, Jonathan Taylor didn't even play that much, and Hines came in 
he hasn't really done a lot. Yeah, of Taylor's on team. my fantasy team. I was not yeah. happy about that, dude. The, sure. Those touchdowns, the Hines was not. Yeah, he's a he's in the doghouse too. He's like he might be he the really third is. guy. On the, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do but, about uh, him. It's not happy. I, I thought it was an impressive win for the Colts. It's actually it's amazing to see Rivers benefit from like a a punt return for a touchdown too, or a punt block for a touchdown. You know, where last week the Chargers muffed a punt. So I mean, you see Justin Herbert inheriting kind of what Philip Rivers had had before, and. Now Philip Rivers, you know, he's on a different team. And, hell, man, Daniel could say whatever he wants, but the Colts are 6-3, and three, dude. They're, they're right there in the AFC uh, looking good to win this division at this point, honestly. So I think the Colts are going to be a team – I said this at the beginning of the season that's going to be there at the end, toward the end at least. And I still – I think they're proving that right now. Yeah, it's really just going to come down to what, what Philip you get because last week against the Ravens was, was bad Philip, and then this week was I mean, know, he not was, great. He really like, wasn't – I mean, besides that one bad throw, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he threw for 300 yards. No, he had a good game. Honestly, I mean, and Daniel's right. He's not He's not the same guy he was. I mean, there's no doubt about it that he's declined. 100%. I think, like, you know, when you look at a team like San Francisco that got to the, the playoffs last, or the Super Bowl last year with Garoppolo, I mean, I'd rather have Rivers over Garoppolo or someone like that for sure. So No, I completely disagree with that. I really like Garoppolo, but – but I would say Rivers did have a good game this last game. You know what I'm saying? He had, he sure. had 300 yeah. yards. He didn't have an interception. His biggest thing is turnovers. He hasn't. He didn't have a turnover last game. So it's like with that one touchdown, uh, he had a great game. I'm not going to deny that whatsoever. I was just saying going into that, my my uh, my thought process as far as betting wise, considering his last game, yeah, yeah. he didn't have a good game. You know what I'm saying? So I thought he was going to be kind of on a steady decline, uh, decline and clearly, you know, he kind of, kind of bounced back. From yeah. That. So and I would say happens. also just last thing for the Titans. I mean, the Colts had a uh, two turnovers on downs in that game. I don't think they punted until the very end of the game. So the Colts, they were moving the ball the whole time. I mean, they got, they turned it over on downs on the one yard line. And I think at like the 20, so the Titans need to figure out their defense because their defense just, they can't stop anything. I mean, I don't think the offense is the problem. The defense is the, the real problem with that team right now yeah yeah and they're very close to being a fake team honestly if you think about their wins look at their wins they had they have wins against very like soft teams right yeah year, totally honestly so it's just like and, and once you lose a game like that against the colts the colts that it was kind of a swing game like i mentioned before it was like that's a swing game they kind of tell us like whether or not they're a serious team or not like their wins dude their wins are against the broncos jaguars come on both of those teams yeah. are weak as fuck vikings Vikings haven't been great. I mean, that, and they only won that game by one point. They do have a solid win against the Bills. That, maybe the Bills were just kind of off that. That week. was a weird game. Bills that was, have, the so Bills weird. have kind of bounced back. Yeah, that was that was week four. I don't know. Um, Texans have been weak and then lost against the Steelers. Bengals. I mean, Bengals. Anyways, the point is, I'm not going through the whole schedule, but the point is, like, they they don't really have solid wins, and uh, I I just this was definitely a swing kind of swing kind of game, and they definitely they didn't prove it at all. So yeah. we'll see what we'll see I what think- happens moving forward. Pretty sure they they play each other again in like two weeks, so we'll see. But um, okay, let's get into so this upcoming week. Uh, so I'll just go through in the order that ESPN has the game. So Broncos at Raiders first. Raiders, uh, the the line on that is Raiders by a full four points on here. Um, I'm not picking this game. Are you guys? I think you guys both. Yeah, I'm picking this game. Why does? Okay, who are you going with? Um, you know, I I think kind of like Daniel was saying with, with the swing game, this is a big game for the Raiders. You know, they just came off a big uh, divisional win versus the Chargers, and now you have another divisional game. The Broncos are kind of one of the bottom-dweller teams, so these are the sort of games you have to win. You know, if you look at the Broncos the last two weeks, they played the Falcons and the Chargers. In the first half, they've been outscored 34-6, to and I really think the points that they've scored in the second half of those games versus the two teams that have given up the most second-half points in the NFL um, are really – it's really due to just kind of that – 
prevent, you know, style of defense that some teams struggle with when they get up. So really the, to me, the Broncos offense hasn't done anything of significance really at all this season, especially not since Drew Locke came back from his injury. So, and I think the Raiders, they're going to be able to run the ball. And I think defensively, they're just good enough. I like them winning by like a touchdown at least here. So I think this is a pretty solid pick right here. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not picking this game just because, you know, it's kind of like a, it's up and down game for me just because Drew Locke has kind of been, you don't really know which Drew Locke you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, I don't really want to bet against him. I do think the Raiders win this game. But like I said, just because of the uncertainty of Drew Locke, you don't really know what you're going to get. He was injured early on in the season, but he's kind of been melting back. So we'll see what happens. He's had good halves, right? So he's had a good first half. He's had a good second half. Can no, you have he, a he, hasn't, great... he hasn't had a good first half, though. Okay, well, he's had great halves as far as he's had great back-to-back second halves. So can he complete – can he have a great full game? That's yeah. the question. Yeah. So um, to me, I, 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 I'm just not going to bet it just because I don't know. Yeah. It's a stay away from me, but it, I, yeah, I think the Raiders win by at least a touchdown. It's just, I think it's just years of being a Raider fan. I'm just, you know, just when they look like they're good, they, they always kind of, uh, you know, get you back. But the, the Raiders are like they're a legit team in the AFC right now. I mean, only team that's beat the Chiefs, and then last week against the the Chargers, their their run their run game was insane. Like. Uh, it wasn't even just uh, Josh Jacobs either. It was they put what's the backup uh, Booker. Booker. Yeah. yeah, he had like a first touch, like a twenty-something yard touchdown, and then had they a have couple. a really good offensive line. Honestly, well, they actually even, even though they had Trent Williams out, I believe it's they had Williams? they had three starters out, on. and two of them are coming back for this week. So yeah, yeah, because yeah, because of COVID related. Uh, but uh, I feel like um, not. I feel like they actually are as far as like PFF and everything ratings. Um, they they are one of the top offensive lines in the game. So. I mean that makes sense as far as their their offensive their offensive rushing success. Yeah, so I imagine they just control this game and get a win. Um, okay, this is one of the one of the best matchups of the week. So the Bills travel to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are favored by by just the full three points. Um, who's any of you guys taking this game? Yeah, I took this game too. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I just like the Bills. I think they kind of – they had a, a little funk there a few couple games ago where Josh Allen wasn't playing well. And I guess, you know, he's still kind of a hot and cold guy. Like, you don't know what you're going to get from him. But he played really well last week. I know Seattle's defense is terrible and the Cardinals' defense is better. But I think his run of good play is going to continue. I just think the Bills are, in general, a better team than the Cardinals. And I think this plus three here for the Bills is a generous line. So I think it's worth taking. Yeah, I have to completely agree with what Wyatt said. Like, like Wyatt said, like Bills, I just, I just think they're a better team. Honestly, that plus three, I think, is extremely generous. I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that. Honestly, when I saw that, I was kind of surprised. Um, the lines are kind of all over the place this week for me, but like this one was definitely, I was like, looked at, it, I was like, oh, that's a first, that's a for sure. If you want to call it a lock, you can call it a lock. I know they're on the road now. I know they're going uh, kind of east coast to west coast, but um, it, it is a 105. Uh, Pacific time, so it's an afternoon start time, so it's not gonna like they're they're playing some super early morning game. Um, I uh, I, I like them having the momentum off of the last week's game, like why it said Seattle. I know they don't have a great defense, but you gotta like that that confidence builder because they do have a, a good overall record. So I feel like they're gonna roll into that with with high confidence, and they're gonna they're gonna continue that momentum and have a great game against 
against the Cardinals here. And Murray, when you watch Murray play, it's literally like a video game. He's 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 just like he's so shifty, and he just like it's like juke. It's like someone pressing the X button constantly, right? I hope that's a juke button, but like you know, what I'm saying just like juking all the time. It's it's crazy. Uh, I, I think this game's gonna be super entertaining, but I yeah, definitely got the Bills plus three. All right, so you guys both got the Bills. I'm not picking this game, but I mean that game last week, Bills Seahawks was just uh, like an insane showcase of passing. I think it was yeah. what? How many total points? It was like 80, 78 total points, and I think fewer than a hundred combined rush yards. So it was just all, all through the air. And now this could just be a, basically a repeat of that. Um, I don't. Know, I think the reason I'm staying away is just Kyler Murray scares me, uh, and the Bills defense looked better last week, but they're still not. You know, they're like a, a ghost of what they were last year. Um, so I'm staying away from that one. But what do you guys think about? about the Cardinals as as a contender this year? Because I think they're kind of ahead of schedule. But how, how serious do you guys take them? I think they're a team that's a little bit early. I, I see them missing the playoffs by like a game or so. Um, I mean, you never know with this new system. We have the extra playoff team this year, so it's totally mm-hmm. possible that they get in there. I mean, it would probably require the NFC West putting in three teams at least. Um, but, I mean, as far as the future for them, it's, it looks super, very bright. I mean, Isaiah Simmons really hasn't – their first-round draft pick this year, he hasn't done a lot this season. He had that one big play for Seattle. But, um, yeah, I think they have a lot of talent in their future. Kingsbury's a good coach. Their future is bright for sure. Yeah, and I, I think completely agree with that. I mean, they have a couple of solid, really solid wins here, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs just because they're in such a tough division. Honestly, you can debate it. It's, a tough, it's the toughest division in the NFL, really. Like, so – um they have, they have some really nice wins but i just i feel like they're gonna like why i said they're gonna be about one or two games short of the short of the playoffs but they have they have really great things to build on that trade everyone can tell they completely robbed the texans and obviously you know he got fired because of it bill you know what i'm saying so it's just like uh bill o'brien so um they have some great they have some great stars to kind of move forward with and i see them potentially making the playoffs in the next couple of years or so but they are in the toughest division of the NFL. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. That that uh, NFC West is so loaded. Even the Chargers, who have had, like, everybody on their roster get injured, they're still, I think, like, four and five. And not, like, you know, not an easy win. win. The Niners. Or the Niners, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish the Chargers were four. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, so the Cardinals, their schedule for the end of the year, like, if they're going to – make the playoffs they have they still have to play the rams twice the niners once and then the seahawks Packers, Chiefs. next week oh no sorry so i said i've not let pop oh that was with the preseason schedule yeah, yeah, yeah. wait so they got yeah. pops at the bottom of that it's so yeah. weird <laughs> i don't know why they have that on there sorry about that but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, and do. honestly because i'm a rams homer that that end of the game i think the rams beat them too so yeah. we'll see what happens it's probably that gonna come down to those games right yeah there. that rams that so they niners got two in week games 16. against the rams yeah but that rams week 17 game could be for the final, you know, playoff spot. Could we playoff, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, they're just a fun team to watch, and yeah, I think they are kind of yeah playing with house money because I don't think anyone expected them to be. But this if you're, good, you're a Cardinal fan, you have to be stoked because Kyler Murray, you know, he's proven he can play in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people are worried about his size and stuff, and yeah, he looks fucking half the size of everyone on there when you watch the games. But he's effective. I believe he's the number one fantasy quarterback right now. Hell Rich yeah! Wyatt, congrats to you. You know what I'm saying? Good pick uh yeah there you go but um yeah you know what I'm saying? So if you're if you're a cardinal fan you have to be stoked about it it's like moving forward there's only there's only positive things that are going to happen you know for yeah, sure definitely um all right let's go to 
Next game is Texans at the Browns. Okay, so when I picked this game, the line was Cleveland by three. Now it's up to, to four, but I'm still confidently – not confidently taking Cleveland, but I'm taking Cleveland here. I think, Daniel, you have this game too, right? Yeah, honestly, I think this is – this is one of those locks, right? We mentioned before with the locks, but I, I just feel like the Browns are just a, such a better team here, right? You have them you have them at home, and the weather is not going to be good at all. And I believe Texans, don't they play in a dome? I believe they do, right? Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. So they're about to play outdoors, and the weather is not going to be good, and it's about to be as bad as it was a couple of weeks ago when that, that field goal, right? There was like a 40-something where that wind completely blew it out. It's going to be the same. It's going to be really bad weather, and I think Cleveland's kind of used to playing in that weather. They're 3-1 and one at home versus Texans 1-3 and three away. Texans don't travel well at all. Texans don't really have anything to play for. They know they're not going to make the playoffs already. They're 2-6. and six. They're a defleted team, and I just feel like you easily can take the points here. I had it at minus 3. You know what I'm saying? I, I, think we can, I guess we'll say minus 4, but I mean, when we made our picks, we were minus 3. Um, I see it a touchdown game, so regardless, I still think they win. They don't really have any injuries at all. And, uh, yeah, I just think the Browns are, are, are going to win this game. I know – I mean, don't really have any injuries. I know uh, Odell is out, but that's kind of already figured. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, the, the Browns have kind of been rolling, and I think they continue this. And, uh, I, would never, uh, I would never associate the term a lock with the Cleveland Browns <laughs> unless you're talking about – I know, dude, but <laughs> come on. The Texans have no, been lost but, um, all season. I didn't They've take this game. All season. I didn't take this game. I don't – like this game but uh the biggest reason i didn't want to pick the browns is deshaun watson i mean he's still one of the best quarterbacks out there and you know statistically his his team is performing under what he is performing as a quarterback so but who is he throwing to no no i'm just saying if you buy into that sort of statistical stuff it would say that there's more wins you know in his future than in certainly in his past but um yeah i just i'm staying away from this game i mean what like you said the weather could be really bad and i mean the last time cleveland played in bad weather was versus the raiders two weeks ago in cleveland and they lost that game. So, uh, yeah, I don't – if the weather is a factor, I mean, toss it all out the window, in my opinion, and I'm staying away from this. Yeah, and uh, so the Browns are supposed to get Nick Chubb back. I'm not sure, you know. No, he's not is. playing this week, actually. No, 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 I forgot to say – yeah, he is, actually. Why? Oh, he is? I believe he is, yeah. He's playing, and they also are getting a starting offensive linebacker. I don't know his name, but I believe he's extremely effective. So, I, yeah, I forgot to mention that. And uh, the Texans have – I think it's like – the second or third worst rush defense in the entire league. So yeah, and the Browns definitely do have the best uh, rushing offense as far as that one-two punch with Hunt mm-hmm. and Chubb when they're yeah. when they're healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. No, I, I like the Browns to win this game, but I just I'm staying away from. It. Yeah. Um, all right. This next game, I don't think anyone has right. Washington at at the Lions. No. No. Just no, no. go ahead. Skip over that. I mean, Alex Smith starting for the first time and. However long, I guess that's cool. But I just hope he can get tackled, man. When he was getting tackled, he just looks awkward. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like when his first possession, I believe it was Aaron Donald, just jumped on him, dude. Like a gorilla, just like full on, just like jumped on him and everything. It was so I was really worried about his just like, you know, I don't know. Some people come back from injuries and they just don't want to get tackled. So I'm I'm very curious to see how he responds and how he reacts to this. Uh, definitely not worth my money whatsoever. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was staying away from this game completely. Yeah. Like, cool story, but I probably will not be watching a second of that of that game. Unless it's on red zone. You know what I'm saying? If they get on the red zone, I might get a little, you know, a little, little peep action. Yeah, just to make sure Alex Smith is still, you know, has a, two working legs. Um, all right. So, next game is Jaguars at the Packers. Uh, Green Bay favored by 13 and a half. And I think it's – 
Luton again, right, for the Jags at yeah. quarterback? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it is. And actually, I like this. I know it's a lot of points here. I know it's 13 and a half, but it's uh, – it's, it's Green Bay paying at home, and, I, and the weather's not going to be good at all. And Jacksonville, obviously, they're a Florida team, right? So you got to take that into account. Um, Green Bay's obviously used to playing in that weather uh, from the years. Aaron Rodgers is, is MVP candidate. I feel like he continues that role. Um, Luton hasn't really proven the stuff. I know he threw for 300 yards his last game. I mean, I guess you can say uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good, like, proven start, rookie start, right? You know, his first start in the NFL. But – I just feel like the Packers are rolling here, and they're at home. They're two and one. Uh, the Jaguars are zero and four away, which means they do not travel well. I know they're one and seven, so it doesn't really matter, right? Zero and four, one and seven, kind of the same thing, right? They're away and home records, but um, yeah, I just feel like they're gonna get smashed. And I feel like once you go down in the cold, you you don't really have any motivation to continue. You know, you're not really fighting for anything. And once you go down by a couple touchdowns, a couple of Aaron Rodgers dimes, right? You know what I'm saying? I just feel like. They don't really have anything to play for, and once they go down by a couple of touchdowns, they're just they're, I feel like they're going to lose by like potentially three touchdowns here. Yeah, uh, should be a easy win. Just you know, Devontae Adams has been. Do either of you guys have insane. this or not? You, no, I'm not. I'm not this? taking this game. I think the oh, Jaguars. Okay. You guys yeah, are I, missing out, man. No, they're going to lose. Tell I, me I why. Can totally Tell me see why. It. I just think they're a feisty team. I mean, they've, you know, as we feisty saw in week team. one. Yeah, they, they are a feisty team. I mean, they continue to lose, but they continue to lose by not that much. And, uh, you know, I think Jake Luton was pretty decent last week. I think they lose this game by, like, 10 points, honestly. So, Dude, the Texans yeah. lost by 16. Lions, they lost by, by, uh, by another, like, 16, I believe, or 18. Chargers of all teams, they lost by 10. And the Texans have lost by two, and the Texans aren't even a team. They're coming – I mean, they haven't won since week one in the Colts, which we know that because we bet we were there in Vegas. Why We know that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's like um, they no, haven't I looked good at all. I almost they've took lost, this game. They've lost almost... seven in a row. And I just – I don't think they're going to travel to Wisconsin, play in the cold, be miserable, yeah. and they're not going to play – they're not going to perform well. There's no way they are. I'd, yeah. I'd be shocked, honestly. No, I mean – this would be if I had to make the case why I think the the uh, Jags could cover would be the Packers play the Colts next week, and um, you know maybe they it could be a look past game. game yeah, yeah, I could see that. But like, I mean, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how they perform. Honestly, I just feel like they're gonna go up there. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be miserable. They're gonna be fucking over it. They're gonna be like, why are we even? You know what I mean? It's like they're gonna be down fourteen zero in the first. Yeah, but what if like Aaron Rodgers is cold and miserable and it's just like a grinded out game? Dude, he's that. used to it. What do you mean cold and I, miserable? I, this I don't is, know, dude. Been there his whole that. career. I'm just saying, man. He he's a mood, he's shit. a moody guy, dude. He's a real. Ah, moody guy. I you know what I think? I think Aaron Rodgers is on a fuck you tour, and I think he wants to patent his stats for the MVP candidate. All right, we'll see. So I'd say he goes three hundred for four touchdowns. We'll see. Just to, just to say fuck you to everyone. <laughs> start start him in fantasy if you if you have him. I um, wish, yeah, honestly. Whoever big drafted him was Gene. I mean, I mean, I got Patty, so I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I'm just scared of the, that that uh, the number of points, just because last week I think all those teams that had, I think what it was like the Chiefs had, yeah, they were failing. They all, they all failed. Yeah. Um, okay. Eagles Giants, which sadly somehow is still like a huge important game for that. Right. I mean, dude. Like, this should be an easy Eagles cover, right? Like, how are we debate? Like, we should all be taking this game. None of us are, right? But, I mean, we really should be. But the fact that the Eagles are in this position, that they're this bad, and, like, they still need to win this bad, and 
like none of us feel confident enough to take them versus the Giants is sad. Man. Yeah, that says everything you need to know about that division. You know, like as good as the the NFC West is, the NFC East is equally, if not like even, yeah. It might be worse than yeah. NFC West is, or NFC West is good. Yeah. Just because it's like last week it was Giants versus Washington. No one was touching it. And yeah. rightfully so. That game was in, like both teams were – looks like both teams were trying to throw the game. Like they're just dumb turnovers everywhere. For this sure. will probably be the exact same story. I almost picked the Giants in this game, honestly. Like just because I have no faith in the Eagles. And the, Danny Dimes hasn't looked terrible. You know, they look decent versus the Bucks. You know, they, they have a lot of close losses. Time, so. right. I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah, they have a lot of close losses. Honestly, for sure. if you look at their schedule, uh, that honestly kind of makes sense. I just it's, it's just, not even it's really hard to place a bet on the Giants. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, or the Eagles, have, for that matter, too. But yeah, 100. Yeah. That's why I mean personally, I'm staying away from this game. But yeah, they have a lot of close losses, um, so it's going to be interesting. I think it could potentially be like a one and two point game. Yeah, I'm trying to talk like myself out. Like a field goal to win. You know yeah, that's why I might. I'm trying to not pick this game just because the Philly <laughs> getting four points. Like, right. If, you, if I see it being a field goal game either way, then that doesn't matter. All right. Okay, I'll come back to that because I'm kind of scared of a later game. But uh, yeah, the Giants are. I don't know if it's um, the Belichick coaching tree because isn't that Joe Judge guy from the Patriots? And obviously you have Flores and uh, Vrabel. Like all the right. you know, all those guys are doing pretty well. I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, I'll, I might come back to that. Um, okay, so Buccaneers bounce back week. Uh, they go to Charlotte, North Carolina. So playing the Panthers, no McCaffrey. So that was you know he again. Just, I and think he only missed a game his whole again, career. Dude. He hadn't missed a game. Not a practice. I don't think he missed <laughs> a practice before that, dude. That's crazy. And then puts up crazy numbers last week, and then gets like a you know a fluky like shoulder injury at the very end of the game. So that sucks. But uh, Bucks are favored by six and a half on the road i think are you guys both taking this or yeah i'm taking this game okay i just think uh you know like i would be shocked after seeing what happened to the bucks last week to for them to come out flat again and lose to a division rival this is kind of a must win for them and you know i just look at that team they have antonio brown now his second full week of practice uh chris godwin is now a week healthier than he was he finally played again last week so i mean they're going to be lining up out there mike williams chris godwin antonio brown gronk as tight end tom brady i mean as a quarterback. Um, and I think the defense has a bounce back week. Like you said, no Christian McCaffrey. I think the Panthers have been fighting really hard this season, but I think this is just too much for them to overcome. I think the Bucks could win this game by a couple tubs. So I think minus six is a pretty nice number. Yeah. And Dan, you're not taking this right, but what do you? No, no, no. I, I don't have this game at all. I believe it's six and a half, but yeah. Um, I don't have this game just cause I, I, I kind of like the other games on the, on the board. Um, Buccaneers aren't at home. They're kind of our way. I kind of like their coach. Um, talk, well, I'm space. Matt Rule. Name. What's his name? Matt Rule. Rule? Matt yeah. Rule. Yeah. Matt Rule. He's the legit coach. You know what I'm saying? And Teddy Bridgewater is, he's a, he's a confident quarterback. He knows how to run a system. Right. So, um, they, they've been competitive throughout and I can easily see this being a field goal kind of, kind of game. And, uh, you know, Tom didn't, Brady didn't have a great game last, last game. He could have a bounce back game for sure, but, um, I don't know. I just I don't have a lot of confidence in this. Uh, I can easily see this being a field goal game, so I'm gonna stay away from that. Yeah, I, I just think that game, the Bucks versus the Saints game, was just that's you know. There's like always a few games. It like was that demoralizing. Every year, so Honestly, if you're if you're a Bucks fan, you're, it was really demoralizing. Or if you bet on the Bucks, personally, I did. 
Because we talked about it, and that was one of those bad takes, man. You know, old takes exposed or whatever it is on Twitter. Like freezing that cold That was take. one of them. Yeah, whatever it is. You could, you, could, you could clip our fucking podcast from that. Dude, I was saying, Breeze can't throw this, Breeze can't throw that. <laughs> Yo, Breeze with Michael Thomas? You know what I'm saying? He's an MVP. Are you kidding me? Like, all that is is it, it, it's just dumb passes, and Michael Thomas makes a bunch of people miss, and it's insane. So, uh yeah, yeah, he de- he definitely he definitely made us. Look, I mean, me personally, he definitely made me look bad as far as like my take on it. So, uh, uh, yeah, the Buccaneers definitely look really bad, and and I just don't. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll prove prove me completely wrong. But like I said, I think it's a field goal game. Yeah, um, but why you mentioned they they already the Bucks already beat the Panthers. It's kind of weird. They played. They started the season with Saints Panthers, like in that order. Now they would go right. Saints yeah. Panthers again. Um, yeah, the Panthers are like a scary team where that six and a half is perfect because like we saw last week, they, they were huge underdogs to the chiefs and it was, I mean, they could have won that game. Honestly, it was a, what, like a 65 yard field goal at the end, which was <laughs> kind of strange. Yeah. yeah. Not even close at all, but, uh, yeah, they're just like too good of a team. I don't know. That number is like a little too high for me, but, uh, it's a huge yeah. For the Bucks for sure. I guess I just see it as they need to win by a touchdown. And like, for, like I said, this is a must win for the Bucks. So I would be shocked if they came out and weren't able to get it done. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we're going to Chargers at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so this line is kind of weird because it moved. When I looked the other day, it was Miami by two and a half. Now it's Miami by only one and a half. Um, I'm taking money on the Chargers for sure. Yeah. And oh, we're all taking this game actually. Uh, so why you start because you're the odd one out here when it comes to who you're taking. All right. Well, I'm going to actually bust out some advanced stats. Uh-oh. Please do. Please inform us. <laughs> my glasses There's on. a stat. It's known as the – Educate the, the listeners. All right. Well, you know, all right. Here we go. Here we go. So <laughs> there's, a, there's a stat. It's known as the Pythagorean expectation. It's basically – I love it. I love it You take it your points that you've scored and the points that you've uh, given up, and you basically find an average of how many games you should have won based on those numbers. So, for example – Pittsburgh has won eight games, but they have a historically uh, high. So they've been really lucky where like the Pythagorean expectation has on just five and a half wins. Whereas the Chargers are on the other end of the spectrum at just two wins, it has them at 4.8 wins. So they're at minus two, 2.8 wins where they should be based on their statistics. On top of that, Herbert is 3.8 wins minus 3.8 wins less than he should be based on his personal quarterback statistics. So it just points to the Chargers. They've been really unlucky this season. Um, I think things are trending up for them. I think uh, one and a half, they really just have to win this game for them to cover, and I think that's what they do. So, yeah, I like the Chargers. Well, the only thing I would say about this is it's not the Chargers have been unlucky this season. The Chargers are unlucky. <laughs> all right? sure. You know, yeah. it's a permanent statement. It's not just like a, you know what I mean? So it's just well, like, I mean, no, it, it really is. There's, there's nothing you could. Wait, they, so are you subscribing to the supernatural theory then that there's like a curse placed upon them? Um, yeah, point. kind of. I mean, uh, look right. at the stats. I mean, I could, uh, I don't have them in front of me, but like, I believe they have the, actually, I know for a fact they have the, the most single digit losses in the last five years, hands down, not even close. For um, sure. so I just feel like Herbert, yeah, you got, you guys scored with Herbert, really. Like, he, he's going to be the quarterback for the future. You guys subbed out Rivers for, for Herbert. That's an amazing substitute. You guys are set. Honestly, I just don't think it's this year. You guys have way too many injuries. I believe Bosa's out on defense along with, obviously, Darwin James, who's out for the season. So it's just like, I just don't think without those two players, 
those are your guys' two center, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, like main impact players on defense. So I feel like without those two players, along with the fact that it is West Coast to East Coast travel, right, I feel like that always has an effect on the team, especially if they're not a dominant team. The Chargers are not a dominant team whatsoever. Uh, I feel like Tua is growing to his own. I know he only had like under 100 yard passing yards on the first his first start against the Rams, and then he progressed and he had a good week last week. So I feel like he's only going to progress more. And I feel like uh, yeah, I got the Dolphins here. I have the Dolphins minus one and a half. I feel like it's a close game, maybe a field goal game, and I feel like the the Dolphins win. What do you think, David? I'm going Dolphins. Also, this, I just don't get why is this line so low? Like, why are people betting on the Chargers and why? Isn't home field? Because Herbert, dude, I think I think it's Herbert. Dude, yeah, he's I mean, been like everyone will is, say Herbert's been the number one rookie quarterback. Even though Burrow has shown its success with the Bengals, which is extremely impressive, which I I, I really respect uh, the fact that you can even show some sort of light with that kind of like with that that organization. But like, dude, Herbert is he's he's for real. He really is, and that's what the, the, I think. This is just a respect for Herbert. This line. Because the I also Chargers think, don't have Bosa and they don't have they don't have Darwin. Don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's been I'm out sorry, all season. But I also, I mean, Miami's defense. It's been like this past couple of weeks. It's been good. They're the number one scoring defense, so they've created a lot of turnovers and they've converted those into touchdowns. But like, they have the one of the worst passing uh, defenses in the league. So it's not like they're they're far from a dominant defense. And I guess it's it's how good do you really think the Dolphins are? I mean, do you subscribe to the idea that they're one of the elite teams in the AFC right now, or are they just like? still a middle of the pack team that's kind of trending up. And I guess that's how I see him. And, you know, Tua, he's only, this is his third game. He hasn't thrown the ball a ton yet. He hasn't made a lot of mistakes. I mean, how long can he go before he makes mistakes? I guess I'm just kind of factoring his rookie experience versus Justin Herbert, who's played, you know, this is the eighth start at this mm-hmm. point. So, yeah. Yeah. Like why it said that the Dolphins defense back to uh, back to back weeks with defensive touchdowns. You have to put that in the credit. I know we kind of mentioned that earlier. Like, is that, is that luck or whatever? I don't know. I just think like they're the, the defense is just they're going after it. Honestly, they really are. And, and with a rookie quarterback, I know he's been great. There's potential there for for potential uh, defensive touchdowns for sure. Yeah, I think the the Dolphins are kind of like the AFC version of the Cardinals. And that game against the Cardinals actually last week was you know basically dead even. Uh, it just came down to a weird missed you know short kick by the Cardinals kicker. Um, yeah. I just think – I mean, we know it's going to be a close game. And yeah, exactly. I'm just going with the – you know, just going with the odds here that every Chargers game ends in a heartbreaking <laughs> close right. loss. So, um, it's not imagine bad, the Dolphins win yeah. by two. You know? I guess the other thing I would add, too, though, is, um, you know, the Dolphins, where they've been really effective defensively the last two weeks is blitzing. Obviously, we saw them tear, tear Jared Goff apart with the zero blitz. And Herbert, statistically, not just as a rookie, but statistically overall, has been one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz. So, I think – there's a lot of factors that play into the Chargers' advantage. But this will be – this is my game, obviously, I'm most looking forward to this game. Not just because I'm a fan, but I think I'm really excited to see, you know, Herbert and Tua square off. And, yeah. Yeah, be- it's like a – it's going to be a big, uh, you know, look into the future of the league in terms of quarterbacks. And there's I think – There's going to be a lot of promos, man, being like, Tua, Herbert, who would you rather have? Mm-hmm. All right, exactly. Yeah. Monster, First take is going to have – the whole week they probably just been doing that segment in a different variation of it every morning. <laughs> um, and I think – I think it's the Dolphins, or I forget which team, but one of those teams plays the the Bengals later in the season too. So we get another. Oh, the Dolphins do. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we so, get Burrow to a. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Um, oh, last thing I'll say about this game, really quick too. Sorry, is that it isn't a ten o'clock start. They're just doing a four o'clock East Coast start, so it's not a crazy early game for the Chargers, at least. Yeah. Call, no, it's it's a one o five Pacific time. 
Yeah. Four o'clock Eastern. Not the early game. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, and that's going to be a cool game, even though, you know, on paper it doesn't look like the greatest matchup. And just you, going from, like, past years, you think, like, oh, Chargers-Dolphins, like, that's going to suck. But it's actually one of the most exciting matchups. Hey, man, Chargers are the most exciting team in football. I'm telling you, every game comes out. No, I don't, I don't believe that. But I definitely am interested to the, the Tua-Herbert, uh, you know, matchup for sure. <laughs> it's, like, exciting if you have no stake in it. Because it's just like, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, if you're a neutral NFL fan, I mean, hell yeah, I would want to watch the Chargers play all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like something crazy is going to happen. Something's crazy going to happen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Better than watching the fucking Cowboys Giants or some shit. Right. No, 100%. Okay. um, This is another great matchup here, actually. So, Seahawks at the Rams uh, in LA, uh, Rams by two and a half. And they're coming off of bye also. Um, My, so I had. so sorry, go David. I was just say I had this game. This is the one that I'm considering switching out because I'm picking the Rams here. I'm just gonna oh, go. I'm gonna stick with the Rams. Just coming off a of bye, I think their their defense is so good, and the Seahawks obviously, you know, their offense is the only reason that they have six wins. Um, so I can see them causing some problems for Russ. And we've seen like last week he had well like four turnovers i think so yeah the, the seahawks yeah, they don't have a uh, carlos hyde or chris carson either and so yeah yeah and yeah. so i think you know when the seahawks can't run that's when you could dial up the pressure on wilson and he starts throwing turnovers and you get aaron donald involved so i don't have this game but i think that's a pretty solid pick there yeah i don't have this game just because um I'm, I'm a massive rams fan obviously los angeles you know what i'm saying i wish we could go to massive. this game I am, dude. Yeah. Let's go with it, bro. Right, dude, it's yeah. punishing me one more time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I got an Aaron Donald jersey. Let's go with it. Uh, anyways, uh, um, I, I wish you go to this game. It's gonna be a great game. I feel like, but um, yeah, dude. I feel like the Rams coming. I don't have this game just because I want. I just want to watch this as a fan. I don't necessarily want to like bet it uh, realistically. And it's also kind of questionable just because. Russell Wilson is is that type of quarterback where you, you it's unpredictable, right? He can just put a team on his on his back and just kind of propel them to a win. Uh, the Rams are a uh, favorite at home, which is you know it's nice. But like the Rams have a great defense, I believe they're top five as far as uh, rankings go, um, and they're coming off of a bye. And McVay is is one of those courts, uh, one of those coaches that that should be able to to have a really a really solid game plan as far as. Or he has that hype around him as far as being one of those extremely smart coaches that can can come up with a great game plan and golf a bye week. So I'm interested to see how he does here. But uh, I don't have this game. I just want to be a fan of this game, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great game to watch for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. 49ers go to New Orleans, and New Orleans is favored by nine and a half here. I don't know what the injury report looks like for the Niners this week just because it's bad dude it's bad it's so sad every week, bad every week. Obviously, <laughs> no Moser no Kittle no Debo Samuel no Ayuki um no Coleman no Coleman uh, who's the left tackle they acquired? is it Trent Williams is that his name right yeah he's not playing so I mean basically dude their whole offense is gutted and I mean their defense has been gutted since the start of the season anyway so I think I took this game personally because I mean the Niners they just have too many injuries like there gets to a point where I don't care how good Shanahan, how good of a coach he is. And I mean, he could scheme about any running back to get open and get yards. But I just think the Saints, as we saw with what they did to the Bucks last week, I think they're kind of hitting their stride. I think Kamara and Mike Thomas have big games. Um, yeah, I just it's too much for the Niners. I think this season is it's kind of put it away, pack it away, start planning for next year for them. 
Uh, I definitely see the Saints winning. I just don't see them winning by by ten points. You know, what I'm saying I see them winning by seven or nine. Uh, they are only three and five against the spread this year, which is uh, something to put into account. Along with the fact that the 49ers are four and five in Shanahan, you know, he really coach. He, he he's a great coach. One of the top five coaches in the NFL. He really uh, he he puts together great game plans. And, and regardless of who he has at quarterback or who he has on offense and defense, he really. You know, he succeeds. So, um, I see this being a close game. If anything, probably like a touchdown. Uh, I, I see Saints definitely winning this game, but I see the Saints winning this game by like a touchdown. So, I'm trying to stay away from it just in case uh, it does go the other way. But, yeah. What do you yeah, think, David? I'm kind of in that same boat where the high, you know, spread scares me. And just it's like out of respect for, for Shanahan. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, the Saints also could be kind of a letdown game, like the opposite of the Bucks. You know, having to bounce back this week, I wonder if the Saints kind of let up, let up a little bit. But look at the, the Saints' schedule. Did you guys watch the Niners play the Packers last week? That shit was bad, man. Yeah, but dude, it's Packers. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, the Saints are legit. Though. I mean, a, I mean yeah. it is a good the, point. The Saints no, just no, killed the Bucks, who beat the Packers. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, could, I could definitely see it. And that nine and a half is nice. It actually, it looks better than it being over ten. 10. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, I don't know. It's just the Saints are a weird team like that. They do look like they're, like you said, they're hitting their stride. And it's funny how how big a difference. Like, I don't know if any other receiver in the league, maybe Devontae Adams, but like Michael Thomas, you know, him coming back just changes that entire team. Um, and, yeah, Drew Brees looks like a new guy just because he has that, like, safety, you know, little outlet. Um, but look at the, the Saints schedule coming up. Their next five games are Niners, Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, Eagles. So that should be five wins. And then Jeez, showdown dude. with the Chiefs, which could Damn. be a Super Bowl preview. Nah. <laughs> nah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just scared off because of last week from these high lines, I think. Um, we've got another high line here. Well, now they're, they're – okay, there finally is a line for this game. Bengals at the Steelers. So I guess that means Ben is for sure – you know, it's like 100% confirmed he's playing – after a little COVID scare, but uh, Pittsburgh still favored by seven and a half. Um, is that no one? Is anyone taking this? I debated taking this game to be honest with you. Um, for kind of because of that stat I stated earlier, Pittsburgh has been like historically lucky technically this season. I mean, you saw them kind of escape versus Dallas um, mm-hmm. last week. They've had some really close wins versus the Titans and the Ravens. Um, you know, this is a really good team. I don't know if they're seven and oh good though to be honest with you and i mean i don't think the Bengals are that good either but they're coming off a bye so they've had that extra week of preparation they're healthier than they've been in a long time and then i think while big ben is playing he still he hasn't practiced that much this week so i mean you could take that into account as much as you want i don't take this game but i think for uh you know the on the money line too the Bengals are plus 300 so if there was ever a team to bet plus 300 this i think would be a solid situation to uh do it but we'll see uh, I actually, uh, I didn't have this game originally just because there wasn't a line out for it. But now that there is a line out for it, I'm going to take this game. I'm actually going to switch it. Uh, I'm going to go Steelers minus seven and a half. I feel like Pittsburgh, uh, Mike Tomlin against, against a rookie quarterback. You got to that, right? That their, uh, their defense has been unstoppable this year. Their defense is number one in, in interceptions, number one in, in sacks that against a rookie quarterback. That's, that's turnovers all day. Honestly, regardless if it's a sack fumble or if it's an interception, they're gonna they're gonna get turnovers against against Burrow. I love Burrow as as a rookie quarterback, honestly. But you know, Bengals are zero and three away. 
uh, as a, as a rookie, you, you, you tend to only have success at home, which is kind of what's going on with Joe Burrow. So right now Joe Burrow is, he hasn't have a win away and, and the Steelers have been killing it this year. So I love the fact, the fact that it's only minus seven and a half. I think they're playing too much in the fact that Ben Roethlisberger was a contact, uh, COVID listed injury player, right? Which is, it means he didn't have COVID. He was a contact trace type of player, which means he was, you know, associate or uh, close to uh, someone who did have COVID. Um, so I feel like this is this is a very generous line here, and the fact that they finally came out, I'm definitely going to take it and switch my final pick uh, to Steelers uh, minus seven and a half. So which one are you you're taking out, uh, Baltimore? Uh, Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore. Just because you never know with Belichick, right? I, I and, and Lamar has been extremely sketchy this year, which we'll get to in the next, you know, once we start talking about that game. But yeah, I'm going to switch that uh, that Baltimore pick to Pittsburgh minus seven and a half. Yeah, I'm staying away from this Pittsburgh game just because that seven and a half and Joe Burrow's covers like every week, it seems like. And that just seems like the perfect. I can see, you know, like a last, you know, late touchdown that doesn't matter like for the actual outcome of the game, but just pushes it under seven points. Um, Yeah, I'm staying away. But that's, I don't know. Yeah, the Steelers, like Wyatt said, they do have like a, like a lucky feel to some of their wins. I, I definitely think they're really good but yeah the last undefeated team in the league I don't know I don't know they haven't shown like that much to me but yeah rookie quarterback I mean Tomlin has to be like what maybe like top three at worst top five coaches in the league still um yeah I'm gonna stay away from that again kind of a little bit too high of a line for me but uh all right so Daniel mentioned it Ravens at the Patriots and this is where I mentioned at the top of the episode the Patriots are still getting what I think is too much respect. Baltimore is only favored by seven here when we just saw the Patriots beat the Jets by, by three. That could be more on Baltimore even than uh, New England. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think people have definitely lost a certain amount of confidence in the Ravens uh, just because they haven't been as dominant as I think a lot of people thought they, you know, they haven't been the 14 and two team that they certainly were last season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm staying away from this game because I think Lamar Jackson is probably like, if you have a great scheming coach, he might be the best or easiest player, like great player to scheme against at this point. Um, so, yeah, I just think this is dangerous. I think the Ravens win this game, but I could see it being pretty tight for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, like what I have to say, I think it's a close game. Um, the Patriots, you know, they do have Belichick, so you never know what's going to happen. The defense has been playing extremely bad this, this year. Um, the Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson came out this week and said that uh, defenses are calling out their plays at the line of scrimmage, right? Whether or not they're a runner or a pass. Um, so, I mean, that, that, that has something that's uh, curious to see whether or not the offensive coordinator changes some things up and as far as their play calling, as far as their, their, the way they call their plays. And so the, the defense can't read it as well. Um, Lamar's been struggling this season. We've mentioned it last, last episode as far as his completion percentage. It only, it's only – uh, inc- uh, decrease really his, his completion percentage. Um, so we'll see what happens. Like I said, I had this game originally, but the fact that Pittsburgh line finally came out, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it to Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I see this potentially being a close game, especially because you never know with Belichick, right? You always got to give Belichick the benefit of the doubt, in my opinion. Um, and they're especially because they're at home too. So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How I'm gonna stay with it from this game. I'm definitely worried about the Belichick factor, but I do just think like. At a certain point, like there, you know, you could have a really good uh, game plan and scheme, but the Patriots just don't have the guys on defense this year. 
Um, yeah, the defense is terrible. Yeah, it's man. so bad. It's Which is so that's the thing is like you know even last year without Tom Brady didn't look great, but that defense carried them. Um, and you know if Lamar was ever going to have a breakout game this year to get things turned around, it would be against the defense that just let Joe Flacco <laughs> light them up last week. Relive his golden years. Very yeah. true. Very true. Full, like, get another contract. Joe Flacco <laughs> is going to be in the NFL for another five to five to seven years because of that. Yep, because whatever team is tanking for the next, you know, number one college quarterback prospect is just going to sign him to a one-year deal <laughs> and just run it back. But uh, might as well. And then also, I think so. I'm I'm expecting Lamar to bounce back here and at least be solid. And then this Ravens defense still is really good, and I can see them, he's you know, coming up with if not one defensive touchdown, just some huge like yeah. game-changing plays because we've seen Cam has not been. He's just been you know. He puts up fantasy numbers, but he's not a, not even like yeah. an above average real quarterback this year. Um, I agree but, with all those points. It, it just makes me sick to my stomach how much respect I have for Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to like get that out of me by doing this. Cause if we get screwed two weeks in a row, like last week, it was like, what's the Patriots? They're not going to, you know, right. be in a close game with the Jets. That happens. At what point yeah, do you talk about Belichick takes, starts looking dude. at what, 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 at what point uh, do you think Belichick starts looking at draft pick status? You know what I'm saying? If he loses this one, it, it comes down to the fact you go three and six. You know he kind of he wants one of those top quarterbacks. He's not going to tank, dude. The Patriots aren't going to tank. I mean, dude. he's a smart guy. He's a nah. smart guy. He's a genius. I don't even know if how you're you out of the playoffs. Tank. If you're three and six, no, not necessarily. I don't know. You don't. You don't play everyone that you're supposed to play, or you don't necessarily game plan as hard as you want to game plan. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. at what point I do a, does a smart, I, I, considerably the best coach of all time, start thinking about how do I rebuild this program? And I know he has a lot of opt outs as far as you know Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung on the defensive side. He has a lot of opt outs with COVID reasons, right? So next year it's going to be a, a lot different. But uh, at what point does does the genius start thinking about his his draft his draft position? He should or coach did he just trade up? Do you think he just doesn't care? And you think he just trades up? Uh, I mean, he could. I mean, the Patriots. He either, never he, I think up. he's either going to get Fields or he's going to get Lawrence, whether he trades. Because I think the Jets potentially are going to get the first overall pick, and I think they're going to get stuck on Donald. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think there's going to be like five or six guys taken in the first round next year because there's. There's Trevor Lawrence, there's Fields, there's uh, the guy from Lance from North Dakota State, there's the kid from BYU, and then there's uh, Mac Jones from Alabama, and then Kyle Trask from Florida. All those guys are, at this point, projected to go in the first round. So I could see the Patriots taking like a, like a Trask or like a Mac Jones in like the middle kind of, of the pack or something like that. I think the Florida quarterback's going to be a complete bust. Somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. but I, I, yeah, yeah. It is, but it is funny, though, that there's all these stories coming out recently and, like, Belichick's getting defensive in interviews about, you know, <laughs> like, the bad draft picks they've had recently. So what if he's right. like, oh, you guys want to see me get, a, a you know, a big prospect? All right, let's get the number three pick or whatever and take a bona fide stud and see, you know, yeah, make fun of this. <laughs> and in the NFL, it's weird, right? You could add, like, you could, you could get that. You could do, like, a one, two, and, like, a, a six, and and people will be like, oh, my God, a one, two, and a six, and they'll freak out and they'll accept it. I don't know. I just think, like, it's very possible and it's very doable, and I could definitely see it happening. And if they do get a Fields or a Lawrence, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, let's go just one one last game, and I think I'm the only one who has it, but uh, Viking 
this is Monday Night Football, Vikings at the Bears. And so on the road, the Vikings are favored by three and a half. Now, I, you know, this game just kind of has like uh, Eagles-Giants potential of just being the most ridiculous, like worst game to bet on. But I just think – I don't think the Bears are good. But I think like there's – people swung too far the other way. Like people hate the Bears now, you know. Like obviously them being three-point underdogs to a three-and-five team at home. Um, and the Vikings have been hot recently. I don't know if that's all, you know, like legit. So I'm just going, I don't know. I just feel like this is to the, me. Okay. The other way. But yeah. yeah what are you going in and out. No, I was just going to say, I just think Dalvin cook is probably like the hottest offensive player maybe in the league right now. And so that's why I'm staying away from him. I mean, I know Kirk cousins is the quarterback, but they, they have Adam Thielen. Um, Justin Jefferson has been playing pretty well. He's a good threat. He's kind of that Stefan Diggs of that team now. Um, and I just think the Bears, the Bears' offense is sorry, man. I mean, Matt Nagy's play calling is terrible. Nick Foles has just not been good. I mean, I understand, he, you know, he's the type of guy that could come out and he could come out hot and they could have a big game. But I just don't have enough faith in uh, either of these teams, frankly. But I think I'm staying away from it mostly just because of Dalvin Cook scares me as, as a player. Because I think I might like the Bears in this game. But, yeah, he's just too good. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from this game for a couple of reasons. Uh, like why I mentioned uh, – Coach Nagy, man, he, he's terrible. He's terrible all around. Honestly, he should really get fired ASAP. His offensive play calling is extremely sketch. I think we mentioned it last episode where he he, uh, he, he, he very questionable run plays when he does, right? It'll be like third and eight, and he'll run a draw play. Or, I don't know. It's, just, it's very sketch. Um, and you never know what's going to happen with the Vikings, even though there are a way. Uh, Delvin Cook has been killing it this year as far as he'll just have monster games and he'll kind of put the team on his back. Um, does a result to uh, to a victory? I don't know. So to me, I don't know. There's just a lot of question marks in this game. Um, the Bears have a great defense. The Vikings have have been extremely underperforming. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't have a lot of confidence either way. So to me, I'm just gonna say. Wait, why do you like the Bears, David? Yeah, why? Yeah. Uh, I just think. Yeah, that's why I don't like. I don't. Their like offense the Bears, is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why, why are you picking good. the Bears? Yeah. That's what I um, should I just My, think it's like weird. It's to plus be three. Bears plus three. Right, that's why you're taking dogs. the home dogs. Bad. And it's not like, like okay, so the Vikings have been obviously, you know, rising super fast, and everyone's okay. like power rankings the past two weeks. But they beat the Packers by six, um, and then the Lions by fourteen. But the Lions, you know, with Stafford got knocked out of that game right, right. over time too. So I don't think neither of those teams have anywhere near the the defense that the Bears do. Or, yeah. Yeah. And uh. You guys were saying talking about Nagy's terrible play calling. He did. He's giving up the the play calling duties this week. Ooh. Probably for the rest. I would imagine. Yeah, that's 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 probably. Oh, good. really? I missed that. I so missed maybe, that. I'm I, curious to see how that how, how that goes. Yeah, like I, I mean, that just seems like such a weird thing. Like I don't know how big of a difference that makes. We'd have to you know have played in the NFL, but I'm sure yeah. it can't hurt, right? Like you can't call worse plays. I can't imagine if you can I don't want to see For sure. what those plays are but that's why I think it's just weird like I don't think it should be that you know a three-point road favorite in this matchup yeah, I can see that but the Bears probably will screw me um I'm hoping for at least a push then because that's just yeah, that defense yeah. I don't, the Bears defense is scary like that's it's like the inverse of the Seahawks like if they could just combine those teams that would be the best team in the league for sure <laughs> But uh, I'll probably be completely out on the Bears after this week. But that's why I, I probably should, should have switched out. 
I'm, I'm gonna ride with it. Yeah, ride, ride with, with Nick. Chicago. Ride with Nagy and Nick, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's never a good sign, but I see you. <laughs> they should put uh, with the uh, new we, we should, Trubisky. In. We should uh, recap our picks uh, the, like right now at the end. Okay, Daniel, go through yours. Um. Yeah. One second. Okay, I'll do mine really quick. So I have yeah, yeah. Cleveland. Uh, so Cleveland minus four against Houston. Miami over the Chargers. Baltimore over New England. Uh, Rams over the Seahawks. And then Chicago over the Vikings. Yeah, I got Cleveland minus three. I got Green Bay minus 13. Baltimore minus seven. Buffalo plus three. And Miami minus one and a half. Yeah, I got the Bucks at minus six and a half. I got the Raiders at minus four. Got the Saints at minus ten. I got the Bills at plus three, and I got the Chargers at plus one and a half. All right. So if we go, what are we? What we're hoping for. We this need week? a much better, much yeah. better. Hopefully, record. we all. I'm trying to all go <laughs> over 500. If we all yeah. went three and two or some something, satisfied. Yeah, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, we got to get our credibility up at least. Because you really just want to go 500 with the spread. If you go mm-hmm. 500 with the spread, that's pretty. That's pretty good, man. Um, yeah. So we got <laughs> we got some room to make up, but we'll be fine. That was our first week. That was preseason last week. We probably shouldn't have even counted it. Yeah, really. I mean, honestly. So we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ball Till You Fall podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please like, rate, subscribe, follow, download, all the above. Uh, we're Honestly, we're going to keep releasing episodes even if you guys don't do any of the above, but it'll just make us feel better about ourselves if we see that people are listening and you know downloading and basically just enjoying the episodes. So be a nice person today. Uh, please spread the word. Uh, the world needs more nice people out there. So just search Ball Till You Fall podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or basically just anywhere that you listen to podcasts out there. Again, we really appreciate the support and we'll talk to you next episode.